And we're recording. We're back for another episode of Sizzle and Quinny. Episode 40, believe it or not, 4-0. This is, I guess you could call it the season finale for season four. I'm Sam Finlay, also known as Sizzle. My co-host sitting across from me in Zoom, where I was going to say in the much colder place that is young. However, it's pretty cold in Wollongong. Apparently, it's, it was nine degrees this morning. I don't know what it's like uh, in young, but introduce yourself and then maybe tell us about the weather. <laughs> you know who it is, guys. It's your boy. It's Quinny. We're back. Welcome to the pod. We love it. Episode 40, huge episode. And like Sizzle said, it is quite cold and young at the moment. It was about three degrees this morning when I Oof. went for a walk with Amy. So that was, uh, that was interesting. So we had to rug up for that. And then I think overnight it was about minus one. So it wasn't too bad though. The sun's out. But, you know, I'm warming up now. I'm on the pod. It's keeping me warm. Let's do it. You must have acclimatized to the young weather, I'm assuming. I, I definitely have. You know, I've been in now for a year and a bit. So I think I've sort of become a part of the... I know winter is coming and I'm ready for it. <laughs> you sent me that photo. You've got the new little tower heater going on. So yeah, you're staying just warm. For you. Yeah, just for you when you come down and visit me. So yeah, you can stay yeah. warm. I will definitely be parking myself on top of that heater and staying as warm as possible. I mean, that being said, you know, I have lived in colder parts of the yeah, world. Yeah, you lived in Europe for like six months, didn't you? I did, yeah. I lived in Melbourne as well for a year, which was cold. But um, yeah, I don't know. The cold just gets... I mean, even though I do swim in the ocean most mornings, like I swam in the ocean yesterday morning, that was freezing. But yeah, I don't know. Just that, that wind gets me, the wind chill, I think. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, as I said, episode 40... I believe we've made it to 40 episodes. This is going to be a big pod as always. If you haven't checked out our last podcast, go back and listen to it. We were talking Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, with our good friend, friend of the podcast, Caleb Hansey. Check his podcast out as well. Uh, the Hansey podcast It's on all podcasting platforms or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, but it's just the two of us. It is the duo Sizzle and Quinny. We're going to have a bit of a, a back and forth today. We've got a bunch of topics to get into. Um, so without further ado, let's get into Quinny. The first thing I want to talk about, and this is something we saw last weekend together when you're back in Wollongong and we saw with our good friend, Chris, shout out to Chris Stringer there, was Mortal Kombat. I need to get your initial reactions to that. It's been a week since we've seen it now. The dust has settled. You've had to had the chance to digest what it is we saw. What did you think of Mortal Kombat? I thought it was like, I loved it. Like uh, we, we saw it last weekend. We both, and Chris as well, we weren't going in thinking it was going to be like, you know, an Oscar worthy film. But for me, it was everything I wanted in a Mortal Kombat uh, film, to be honest. Like you had all the action you wanted. It was pretty much just a roller coaster road, uh, ride the whole time. There was people fighting all over the shop. We got to see some of our favorite characters from the original Mortal Kombat games. They also introduced like the new character as well. You know, Scorpion Man, you can't, how about that opening scene? What a great scene to start the film. Scorpion yeah. versus Sub-Zero, you know, the arch rivals, they hate each other. It was just a great scene to see. And I just think I really enjoyed it. So for me, it was definitely something very entertaining. And I really hope they do a sequel because I'm all in. You know, fatalities were there. We saw the special move. It was great. It was good to see. It wasn't amazing, but it was still really enjoyable. So yourself, yeah, what think, do you think? And I think we will see a sequel as well. They've kind of set it up now. I mean... We didn't get the actual uh, competition, the martial arts competition, which, you know, I guess is Mortal Kombat. It was kind of like the build up to that or whatever. 
Uh, so it looks like they are setting this up to be a bit, bit of a franchise as well. And to, you know, there's still some big characters that weren't introduced in this first film, some of the classics, but we did get the iconic characters. We got Sub-Zero, we always got Scorpio, we got Raiden, uh, Kung Lao. So it, it was cool to see some of those nostalgic characters that just brought me back to the game. And yeah, I really enjoyed it just like you. Like I thought it was exactly what I wanted from a Mortal Kombat film. I wanted plenty of action. We got that. I wanted the gore. We got that. And I wanted the one-liners and the the iconic catchphrases, you know, the get over here and the um, flawless victory. Like it was great to have all that. I mean, yeah, like you said, it's not going to win an Oscar. It wasn't the best quote-unquote movie, but it was perfect for what I was going into. And like, I wasn't really sure what to expect because it's been a long time since I've seen a Mortal Kombat, like back since the the original uh, Mortal Kombat came out. I'm not sure what year that was, but that was some time ago. Obviously, CGI and um, uh, animation has drastically improved since then. Uh, but yeah, it was really cool. And I was um, all in on it. And, I, and I'm definitely going to see a, another one if it comes out. Um, yeah, was there anything, I mean, you know, we're not going to talk in depth uh, about this movie like we do in some of our shows. We're not going to dedicate this whole podcast to Mortal Kombat. But was there anything you didn't really like about the film? Um, I think the only thing sort of I didn't like about it was I would have liked to have seen them actually, you know, start the whole tournament idea. Because as we know, based on all the original films, it's all about this big tournament for the world. And, you know, they got to, they need to fight for Earth survival and stuff like that. So I felt like I was a bit let down that we didn't really get to see much of that. And it only went for 110 minutes. Like I would have liked to maybe just go for a little bit longer. Like give me a couple more action scenes. Let me, I want to see Scorpion fighting. Let me see Sub-Zero in there, you know. I want to see that. So I think for me, I would have just liked it to be a little bit longer. And then I think just the lack of tournament for me just sort of was a bit of a letdown. But I think they're setting up. So for the next, I think, you know, the number two will probably be based on them fighting in the um, tournament. So which would be cool. So, yeah, I think I'm kind of keen to see that. But that's pretty much it. How about you? Yeah, I think, I mean, agree the same with you. But like you sort of mentioned there, I think we will get that. And, you know, I'm looking forward to that. I think the only thing I didn't really like in it was, I guess, the, I mean, it was kind of like the main character, Cole Young, his name was. Um, he's yeah, obviously a made up, guy, yep. yeah, he's obviously a made up character. Um, you know, yeah. he's, he's from Scorpio's family, obviously, but I didn't really like his character. I thought it was just um, a bit unnecessary, really. Like, I would have rathered Scorpio to be in that role throughout the whole. Obviously, it was cool because we got the, the big reveal at the end. And, you know, I thought Cole Young was going to become Scorpio and I kind of would have preferred that um, or just Scorpio, you know, be in it from the get-go and, you know, maybe we get to see a bit more of him because really we all wanted to see Sub-Zero versus Scorpio and we got that, which was great. And, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I guess Cole Young, I, I, I'm not invested in him or his character because I didn't know anything about him. He wasn't in the games um, that I've played. So I guess that if I'm, you know, being a bit critical, that's probably the only thing. But other than that, you know, like you said, it's not an Oscar-worthy uh, film. And, you know, I knew that going in and, yeah, it provided the goods uh, in that regard. So, you know, I can't complain too much there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, how, how though I wanted to jump back to the original, you know, Mortal Kombat that, you know, came out years and years ago. 90s, yeah. Yeah, how, how do you think it compared? Like, I mean... Because that was that's obviously like a you know iconic film. Um, 
and very different time and very different uh, time for movies and I guess CGI. But how do you think it compared? Well, I think I think it was good. Like I liked the one thing. I, the original was I thought was really entertaining, but obviously the CGI is not as great. But one thing I love about the original was you get to see Johnny Cage, who I think is amazing. He's like a great yeah. character and I think he's hilarious. So I just, I think just for this one to compare it, I think it lacked that Johnny Cage sort of character. Surely like he's in the second they, one. Surely. Well, the way they set it up, it looks like he will be, they'll be going to Hollywood to find him. So I think it does. I think the original one I'm probably saying is my, I might still like that a little bit more just because it was just so iconic. But in saying that, love both, love the film. I was a big I, fan of it. The CGI I, was amazing, I think, in the newest one. Like you can tell mm. now in today's society, you can really make a Mortal Kombat film like the way it needs to be, which I kind of liked how you could see, like, you know, when they did all their finishes, you could see like the, the girl's spine was just sitting there and she just had holes in her back. Like they it really was quite graphic. So I think that worked really well in this film. But in the original one, it looked a bit silly because obviously as it's, you know, it was like 25 years ago or whatever it was. Yeah. So it's a bit hard to sort of compare them based on CGI because we know technology today is way better. So, but have you yeah, also have seen a, the second original one? I think it's called Annihilation. Yeah, I have seen Annihilation. Um, I saw it. I can't, to be honest, I can't really remember it that much. Yeah. I just remember they go to like Outworld and then pretty much heaps of them were recast. Like Sonya Blade's a new character. Um, Johnny Cage gets killed in like the first scene. And yeah, so it wasn't, and then even Lord Raiden, who I thought was amazing in the original, and yeah. he's actually pretty good in this one too, the new one. He like gets recast as well, which I just felt was a bit silly. So I don't know what happened there, Yeah, but we'll see. Interesting times. I mean, it, it got the new Mortal Kombat that was just released. It, it, we always like to refer to IMBD, you and I, when we talk about movies. It was rated 6.2 on IMBD. Do you think that's pretty fair? I think that's fair, especially for like a fighting film, like an action mm. fighting film. Like you wouldn't, I wouldn't expect it to be, you know, higher than that. Well, what was the original Mortal Kombat? Just for reference. I can look it up for you now. Yeah, um, I was going to say, what was the original? Yeah. I'll do a little fact checking because I reckon it would probably be pretty similar to that. So it, well, 5.8, the original. So, so, yeah, so I mean, again, the new one's better. Yeah. I mean, we obviously have to let dust um, settle a little bit on that. Let's see if what Annihilation got. I think that's oh, bad. Wow. I think it's wow. real this bad. And 3.7. Like, yeah, it's bad. And then I think like it's Rotten Tomatoes is real bad too. Yeah. Like, it's I real mean, low. Yeah. I mean, that's accurate too, I think. 3.7. Wow. That is uh, not great. Uh, but yeah. You know, let's let's um let's go see the second one together. We'll do it. I mean, yeah, we'll definitely it. see it together for sure. We'll get Chris involved as well. He'll get. Definitely. He'll be keen. We're on. Uh, what I, I actually had myself thinking about while I was watching this, when I was sort of thinking about this podcast, was you know going back to the video game because there's all these iconic video game characters. I wondered what is or who is your favorite video game character you know it doesn't have to be from mortal kombat it could be if you know if you want but who's your favorite character from all the video games you've played over the years yeah. put me on the spot this is hard um video game characters man I'm trying to think what's a game oh like there's too many to choose from man like you know i love i love the witcher i love Geralt. 
in yeah. the Witcher game. He's iconic. He's a great character. I do love Scorpion from the original Mortal Kombat. He was a great character. I also love Starkiller from the Force um, Unleashed franchise for Star Wars. Oh, man, this is tough. My favorite video game character. I mean, there's so many, right? And I even think about like 007 Goldeneye playing James Bond. Yeah. Great character. Um, I'm just going to go. I don't care. You know, I love Star Wars. I'm just going to go Star Killer. Forced yeah, Unleashed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Favorite I have video this, game character. So many came to mind for me as well. Like, I think for me, number one it would probably be Link from The Legend of Zelda. Oh, nice. Good pick. Good pick. Um, just iconic. That's like still probably my favorite game of all time. Like I love that game. I mean, I got plenty of honorable mentions as well. Um, a CJ from um, San Andreas. Oh, yeah, San Andreas. CJ. Carl Johnson. I mean, yeah. he was awesome. Um, Grove Street Homies, man. Yeah. I mean, another character you don't ever actually play as, but I loved him from World of Warcraft was Illidan. I thought he was awesome. He was a great character. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. Arthas too. The Lich King? Yeah. I mean... There's too many, man. I can't. It's too hard. There is. I'm, gonna, there I'm is. just going to say Star, Star Killer, but, man. Yeah. So you, many there's characters. so many characters to choose from. That's tough. Yeah. Another question somewhat related that I just thought about now. What do you reckon would be your favorite combat video game? Would it be Mortal Kombat or would it be something yeah, different? It would probably be between Mortal Kombat and Tekken. I don't know if you remember ever playing yeah, Tekken yeah. back in the day. I'd say it'd be between those two games. Yeah. But I think for me, I'll probably go with Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it is. It was just so good. It was just before its time. Like when it first came out in like the early 90s, it was amazing, man. It was like super violent. Like it was crazy. Yeah. And it's still going strong now. Like I don't know if Tekken's still around anymore. Don't know. But yeah. Mortal Kombat's literally, they had Mortal Kombat 11 like that came out like last year that was rated quite highly. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I mean, Mortal Kombat's definitely up there for me, but I think the only other. Um, combat game and it's certainly not as graphic um, and it's definitely a, a much more PG um, sort of game that would be Super Smash Bros oh yeah okay yeah it's a good combat game I used yeah. to love that game the original on the Nintendo 64 and I even really used to like as well I never had it but one of my good friends when I was younger used to have it live around the corner from me uh, and that was Super Smash Bros Melee it was on GameCube uh, I don't know if you ever played that one, but yeah, that was awesome as well. Cause you could have, you could do like a tournament, like a bracket tournament. Um, yeah, it was really cool. So, I mean, yeah, it's probably between Mortal Kombat or Super Smash Bros, I think. But I mean, Mortal Kombat's definitely the more iconic one. And seeing this movie just brought up all those like memories of playing the game and just having so much fun and just investing so much time in this, you know, yeah. this game. I, I loved it. So, yeah. A good film and yeah. It was very enjoyable. Fun. Like, you know, I love, it's entertaining. It's what you need. You don't want, it. it's not going to be boring. You'll enjoy it. It's what you want, like I said at the start from a Mortal Kombat game. Yeah. Uh, and during the um, the opening um, trailers and whatnot, we obviously got to see a few films that are coming out. I just want to know, Spiral, we're getting the next uh, Saw, the next, I guess, um, I guess the Saw universe is continuing on. I know you've been, you know, watching a lot of movies from kind of that same universe. Uh, Spiral featuring Chris Rock, Samuel Jackson. Are you going to see it? Are we going to see it together? Well, I think, because I know we saw that when we were at Mortal Kombat, it was one of the trailers that we saw. Um, 
I probably will. Like, and saying that, I just don't know, like, how how is it linked to all that? You know, there's been like eight Saw films or something. Like, are they all somehow going to link together? Because I reckon the last one I might have saw was probably number four or something. Maybe. Like, I don't know. See, I, I, think um, I, I like it. Like Chris Rocks. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I have. I don't know if I've seen that many, but I think the, the it looks last good one, though. And I think Samuel Jackson in that, so that would be good. Yeah, the last one I saw, I remember was uh, the the setting of the um, the jigsaw puzzle. I guess if you want to call it that, was like out in the open. It was like in the middle of like a, a shopping mall or something like that, in like this like uh, glass cabinet sort of thing. So like it was like people are walking past, gruesome. They can't help this person, but I cannot remember what number that was. I mean, there's been so many of them. Um, I don't even. I think because jigsaw obviously dies in maybe the fifth or the fourth one i can't is it, remember is, I, I, thought it, I thought it was early maybe, was like maybe even earlier dies. and then someone obviously takes on i can't takes remember over. Character, takes mm. over and i think that's what in this movie is about like you've got a i guess a, a jigsaw um in person copycat yeah copycat yeah so yeah i mean any movie with chris rock and samuel jackson in it it's gonna be I'll say um, it. i just hope it doesn't thing. matter that i haven't seen all the ones previously Maybe you'll have to do a bit of a uh, marathon on the stores. That's a lot of storm movies. <laughs> that's a lot of blood a and gore. That is a lot of blood and gore. Uh, moving on, though, something that I've been messaging you back and forth about a lot uh, is Star Wars Clone Wars. Obviously, now we've got yes. the Bad Batch has just recently come out, and you, we won't talk about that because I haven't watched it yet because I'm – just finishing off Clone Wars. I'll probably finish it today. In fact, I've got like two episodes to go. So, but I mean, we can talk about that, um, I guess a little bit. Clone Wars has just blown me away about how great it has been. It started off quite slow, I must admit. I know you wanted to ask me a, a, a few things about Clone Wars, but you're someone who, you know, you've watched all of Clone Wars, all of Rebels. You're obviously watching Bad Batch now. I haven't watched Rebels yet. That'll be my next show, or I might squeeze in Bad Batch as well. But yeah, talk to me about your love for Clone Wars because I mean, I've almost finished it and it's just blown me away how good it is. Yeah. So I told you, man, I told you back, I told you a couple, like last year, the year before when I started Clone Wars, you had to get into it. It just, it just makes the prequels so much better because the prequel films obviously are a little bit lacking. Even though I really like Revenge of the Sith, that's probably up, that's in my top five favorite Star Wars films. And I think with Clone Wars, I just loved it so much because you just get a whole nother world. Like you get introduced to all new canon, all these new cool characters. Like you said, you know, you got Rex, who's like a mat, like a heaps cool clone trooper. Like he's amazing in it. You get more of a soaker. So obviously, a soaker isn't referenced at all in the original prequels. But in Clone Wars, you actually get to see her and you see that. One thing that I love about Clone Wars, it kind of links into my Ahsoka point, is Anakin Skywalker. Because in Clone Wars, as you know, as you've been watching it, you just see how good he actually was and, like, how powerful he was and how much of a badass he actually was. And it just saves the character for me because, obviously, I lo- in Hayden Christensen, like, I think he was fine, but in Revenge of the Sith, I think he was really good. But I just think Attack of the Clones was a bit lacking. But the good thing about Clone Wars is it gives you that period between obviously Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. And you get introduced to all these new storylines. Like, and like, just, I'm just going to give you a couple that I love. You know, season three, you would, the Ghost of Mortis storyline where you have Anakin going, Anakin, Obi-Wan, Ahsoka get stuck on that force planet and they get to Amazing. meet 
the father, and they mentioned they they see the son who represents the dark side and the daughter who's the light side. And it's all about how he's supposed to balance them and be the chosen one. And you see him do that. And you also see him when he gets, you know, kind of the sun sort of takes over. You get that vision of Darth Vader down in the temple and he's like freaking out. He's like, oh, God, that's what I'm going to become. And I just love how you see that. So that's season three for me. That's huge. And then obviously I love season five. You were saying it before, so it's all off air. Yeah, it's it's been know, my favorite probably, season It's probably so your favorite season. So for me, season five was definitely my favorite. But then I watched season seven. I think season seven's now my favorite. But the good thing about season five is we get our boy Darth Maul. You love him. We all know him. He's iconic. Like, he is so good in this show. And there's a reason why I drafted him in my character's draft all those podcasts ago because he's such a good character. And just the whole Mandalorian side of him taking over, you know, uh, Death That's Watch. That's probably my favorite and, story arc exactly. so far. And you see him take over Mandalore. He becomes in charge of all the Mandalorians. And you see him, him and um, Savage Presco one-on-one with Palpatine. Like, it's just amazing. some iconic. And you get some really cool villains as well. Like the Bounty Hunters, your boy. What's his name? Carl Bang. You get him in there. He's oh, awesome. It- He's a great character. He's introduced in Clone Wars. There's just so many cool characters that you wouldn't see if you watched all the films. So for me, I'm massively high on Clone Wars. And you'll find out if I, when I ask you a question, maybe about the Star Wars universe <laughs> later, Sizzle. Yeah. You I mean, might see where Clone Wars sits for me. But you're yeah, now, you know, you're now on your Clone Wars journey. You know, I'm obviously all in on it. And you've only, you've finally got there. I want to really hear your thoughts and see what you think about it and what you like yeah. about it so much. Yeah, I've loved it so much. And like you sort of said, it's just given so much context to the whole Star Wars universe and the movies. Because obviously, like, I'm a diehard Star Wars movie guy. Like, I've watched all the movies so many times, you know, marathoned it from, you know, Phantom Menace right through to the the new ones that we've uh, seen together. But I've never watched any of the animated series. So Clone Wars for me was um, just, I mean cool to see so many different characters and it, it gives you so much more from, I guess that, that time, the clone, the, the, the clone wars time, I guess, because I mean, you get, we get attack of the clones as a movie and, you know, I'll talk about that when we, you know, talk maybe about star Wars uh, top tens. Uh, but that was one of my least favorite movies, attack of the clones. Mm-hmm. And I guess Clone Wars, the series kind of gives justice, gives justice to that time. Does justice, I should say, to that time. So, yeah, I really liked it. Obviously, you mentioned Darth Maul there. We get him finally. I, I was pretty much waiting for him to be introduced because he's my favorite character within the Star Wars universe. And it's cool because we actually get to see him much more involved. Like in the movie, like Phantom Menace, he doesn't even really talk. So, like, he's awesome in it. But we actually get to see him as a strategist you know, as I guess a ruler of Mandalore as well. So yeah, I, I loved it. I, I must admit early on, I didn't love, there was a lot of filler episodes with your boy, yeah. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Um, boy. So I must admit, it took me a while to get past that because you'd have three great episodes, you know, yeah, a story the arc, and then yeah. there'd just be a filler episode where Jar Jar Binks is in it. And, you know, he, some people love him as a character. I don't particularly like him. So I didn't love that. Um, but every season, it's interesting because sometimes shows like the first season is the strongest, but I think Star Wars, Clone Wars is 
complete opposite to that. I think it's gotten better every single season, except for I'd probably put five ahead of six um, just because I think five is, you know, probably my second favorite season. Well, probably my favorite, but I haven't finished season seven yet. Seven. So I've got yeah, two more wait till you see the end of seven. I am really loving season seven. So that was really cool. And what I really liked as well is because obviously this, you know, show, I don't know when the first season came out, but it's, you know, progressed over many, many years. Um, and you just get to see the animation evolve. Like season seven is just is amazing. The animation, the animation is just beautiful to watch. You know, you watch that on a 4K TV and you know full HD. It's awesome to see. And, and you know, Anakin gets the longer hair in it slightly. Ahsoka's obviously um, you know grown up a little bit, and you know we get the big the reunion there between the two of those. So yeah, all in all, an amazing show. Although I must bring it up, and I've texted you this a thousand times. <laughs> You mentioned there how <laughs> Clone Wars made you appreciate Anakin Skywalker and made you appreciate how you know great of a character he was. I must admit, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Clone Wars has done the complete opposite for me. I loved him in the movies and I've just realized how washed he is and how he is, and I'm throwing it out there, you know, get at me if you disagree with me. He's the worst Jedi of all time, all time in combat. You know, he, he, he might be good with his words. He's, you know, uh, good with, you know, the politics and the political side of being a Jedi. Man, is he bad on one-on-one -on -one combat. Literally every fight throughout Clone Wars. I mean, there's a few he wins, but he gets washed in pretty much every fight. Grievous destroys him basically every time they fight. Dooku is just a complete another level against him. And even in fights against, you know, clankers, against droids, he gets washed. Like... I don't know if you want to if you want to give a 10 second uh, defense case for Obi-Wan Kenobi but man is he like just uh, an apprentice still or what like come on this guy's supposed to be a, a Jedi master he was trained by Qui-Gon Jinn one of the best to do it he takes one out the Darth Maul in the Phantom Menace and then he can't beat 10 droids 10 clankers Man, that's my rant about Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's the only thing. And I mean, it has been man, funny Obi to watch. your boy. What do you mean? He's your boy. Come on. Like, I mean, I was super high on his, because obviously he's getting a, a, a show much like we're getting an Ahsoka show and like we had the Mandalorian. But I don't know if I want to, if I'm going to be all that invested in this show because Obi-Wan Kenobi, man, you're my woke. I'm sorry. Anything you want to say about Obi-Wan? Your boy, Obi. Yeah, I love Obi Man. I mean, you gotta hey, love him, bro. Like he's he's. Oh, go on, you keep going. I, I was just gonna say, don't get me wrong. He's a great, he's a good character. I like him as a character, and I think he's uh, his dialogue's great. Like, you know, he's obviously got the the love story there. Dutch Satine obviously has that love story. We love Dutch Satine. Man, in combat, and he's supposed to be a Jedi master, literally a Jedi master. Like, you know, when we get that, that story arc with the, the Padawans that, you know, they create their um, lightsabers. Their lightsabers, yeah. And, you know, they're like, you know, probably 10 years old. I reckon any one of those could wash Obi-Wan in a one-on-one -on -one fight. <laughs> no, no chance. No. <laughs> I don't Obi -Wan, know. I'm man, he's, he's good, man. He's just, I'm not he's just too busy cracking jokes, man, and being snarky and like, you know, just giving you heaps good one-liners. <laughs> in his defense, I mean, he gets... Yeah, in his defense, he has these moments where he does step up. But then a lot of time, he's, like, getting double teamed by, like, you know, two people at once. Like, so, you know, you hey, got to give him – it's pretty hard to go two-on-one sometimes. 
Anakin doesn't. Especially Anakin and Ahsoka do literally the whole series. Literally the whole series. Yeah, but the thing about the thing about Anakin and, and Ahsoka, they're more willing to like hurt people and want to kill them. Obi Wan's a little bit more like I don't want to. I don't want to kill somebody. I just want to sort of you know defeat them without too much damage. So, but Ahsoka and Anakin, as you know, for, they're more that you know we're going to get the job done. We don't really care that much. So that's. A bit why he isn't that great sometimes, but he's still he's hilarious, man. Look at that beard, man. You can't. He's just swag. He's just got it all, man. I think he needs to go back to the Jedi Temple, get some further training off Yoda. I don't know. He needs to needs to do something to improve that combat because, man, Obi Wan Kenobi, you, you just you're just not good enough when it comes to the battles. You know, dueling, oh, wielding that lightsaber. Boy, Obi, man, come on. You love Obi. Uh, but no. <laughs> Enough about that. Look, just um, I'm loving it. Like I said, I've got two episodes to go. I'll probably finish it today. You know, season seven has just been epic from episode one throughout. So, yeah, look, can't wait to, to finish it. And then How I can't wait. How did you find the, um, the introduction of the Bad Batch? Yeah, Bad so Batch was great. Look, it's, it's got me really, Bad Batch? Yeah, it's got me really excited for their um, spinoff series now because obviously they feature early on in season seven of Clone Wars. I think the first like four episodes or something, they have like a, a mini story arc there. So yeah, they're awesome. So I, I can't wait to um to watch Bad Batch. And then, yeah, I've got to obviously watch Rebels as well. So looking forward to it. Rebels is good. Yeah. I believe you have a question you wanted to ask me that may or may not be related to Star Wars. I do. This is, you know, we're a, we're a pop culture podcast. We like to talk about a bit of everything. We'll go to a bit of a Star Wars deep dive here. So just for you guys out there listening, you know, I got sizzled pretty bad a couple pods ago when I asked him to rank his top 10 DC films of all time and he wasn't ready for it. So he was a bit flustered. So I thought, you know, you know, I'm a nice guy, you know, Sizzle's a good guy. I thought I'd give him a bit of a heads up. So I messaged him the other day saying, all right, Sizzle, pressure's on here. I want your top 10 Star Wars universe, films, TV series, whatever, your top 10 in order. Go. All right. This was um, fun. And uh, I had to obviously think about this a lot because now that I've ha- I've watched most of the Clone Wars, I'm going to include Clone Wars in there because I've watched enough to really be able to rank it. Um, so this is obviously a very different list to, you know, previously to watching Clone Wars and even before the Mandalorian was out because you and I have been on record for how high we are on the Mandalorian. So that's going to feature in this list as well. So yeah, it was, it was fun to include them in there because I thought I had a pretty, and even the, the newer Star Wars movies as well that we've seen in the last few years, because, you know, I feel like I had a pretty good idea of where the movies ranked, you know, previous to these, these new films. So Yeah. It was interesting. So, look, I'll go 10 to 1, um, and then I'll save my number one um, for last. So, number 10, I've got a more recent film, and that's The Last Jedi. You and I saw that together. We've, we saw, I think we've seen pretty much all the new ones together. Um, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I really liked The Last Jedi. The Last um, Jedi, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. We obviously got Luke Skywalker in it again which was really cool um it was great to be back in that world obviously and i guess like we've sort of talked about in clone wars the improved um graphics and the improved cgi was cool like all the new ones have been but yeah i thought the the storyline in that was cool and then obviously you know we got another movie after that as well so which wasn't as great which wasn't that that's, great that's not going to be in this that in definitely this won't be in my list so yeah number 10 the last year yeah. uh number nine 
uh, was Rogue One, actually. You and I saw that together as well. I really liked Rogue One. Nice. Like it, it, we took yeah, a break Rogue One's from, really good. from the main storyline that was going on there. And yeah, obviously was more focused on um, uh, more focused on the, um, the, like, I guess the galactic battles, you know, with the- Yeah, um, the early stages of the rebels, yeah. Yeah, so it was really cool to see that and to, to be introduced to some characters we've never met before. So, yeah. yeah. And, and I also liked, and it doesn't feature in my top 10, but I also quite liked Solo. Um, it's not in my top 10, but we saw that together as well. But, yeah, it was just nice to have, like, a break from that main storyline, you know, that we had from Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Um, so, yeah, that, I thought Rogue One was a really good really good just fun film so that's number nine for me number eight and i mentioned it there that's force awakens for me nice. i, I, I like that because one. that was back we finally got back into the star wars world that we loved so much on the big screen and it was just nostalgic to go back and watch that so number eight there number seven um you might maybe you might think i've got this too low but um that's a new hope uh a great film but i i think and i'm gonna obviously mention those as well i prefer the movies that follow more so i guess because a new hope sets up star wars i guess obviously it was the first Everything, one yeah um the and you get yeah. you get luke skywalker and you know he i guess finding Your out boy obi yeah obi obviously and old ben um old i reckon ben old ben obi. i reckon old ben at that point in his life would easily be able to wash obi-wan in his prime just saying um <laughs> So yeah, I've got a new hope there. Number six, and you're very high on this this movie, and that's Revenge of the Sith. Um, nice. It was great. We obviously get the ultimate showdown between Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. Anakin. That's maybe the only fight that I've ever seen Obi Wan win, and it's only because he had the high ground. <laughs> Literally, that's the only reason he wins that fight. Um, and yeah, we get to Don't see. Don't do it, Anakin. <laughs> you are my brother I hate you <laughs> uh, yeah we get to see the ultimate showdown and then we get to see what we all didn't want to see I guess or maybe we did want to see it because it gave us Darth Vader the, reboot, uh, the birth of Darth Vader yeah so that was pretty cool there and yeah it comes in at number 6 number 5 we enter my nice. top 5 and it made it in there here we go because I've just loved it is Clone Wars for all the reasons that I've just good said, it like, should be in your top 5 Top five for Lovely. me. Like, and hey, I've still got two episodes to go. That may change my power ranks. I might even make it higher because I've got two episodes to go. And by, you know, what you said, they're pretty epic episodes. So yeah, watch this space. That could that could crack the top four. Um, so number four, and a lot of people don't really love this movie, but I actually just loved it. And I'm I know what it is here podcasting it with someone else. Um, about this on another podcast. Um, and that is The Phantom Menace. I loved it. We got I knew Darth that would be Maul. your list. I knew it would be there. Amazing film. We got Darth Maul. We get to see Anakin as um, a kid. He's obviously an awesome pod racer. We get to see the, the, yeah. the epic um, pod race, which is just awesome. Um, unfortunately, we do get to see Obi-Wan Kenobi the worst Jedi of all time, cut Darth Maul in half. 
But hey, he's not dead. He does not die. We get he's not dead. Out. He comes back in Clone, in Clone Wars. Wars. Yep. So even then, even then, Obi-Wan Kenobi, this goes back to my point. Sorry to go continue this rant. He can't even finish the job. He can't even finish the job. Right. He even can't even half. Him. Like you wouldn't have thought he would have survived that. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So Phantom Menace. Just love it. Uh, number three, top three. This is when you get to the... Here we go. This will be interesting. See really difficult, difficult time. And number three is, for me, Return of the Jedi. I mean, oh, you're high. You're quite high on Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like it. I, I don't know. I'm interested to find out your list because Return of the Jedi, for me, um, look like, I think... And I'll get into, I've got Empire Strikes Back on the list as well. But I think, I mean, like I mentioned earlier there, A New Hope's my least favorite of those three. And then I think I like Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back because they both build on A New Hope, obviously. And we get to see Luke more of um, a Jedi, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's, it's certainly not the best out of the three, in my opinion. But it's still is just epic and it still created Star Wars to be what it is and set up Star Wars to be this, you know, universe that has just, is that it's continuing today. So yeah, that's at number three for me. Uh, number two. Nice, good. Number two. And this is very high for something that's so new and that's Mandalorian. I had to put it at number two. Mate, preach, preach. I mean, hey, I, could, I, could, I could almost make the case Almost make the case that it's number one. Almost. I can't do it. Almost, Almost. make the case that yeah. it's number one. I agree. I do agree. It's, it's like, high. It's very high. We, and what I've loved about it now, I've, since I've watched Clone Wars, I've appreciated it even more because you get so much from Clone Wars included in The Mandalorian. You know, we get Ahsoka Tano, obviously. Like, how amazing was that episode? Um, we get... Uh, the Death Watch, I guess, included in, or what's remaining of the Death Watch. We get the the um, the Dark Saber in it. Um, like, yeah, it's awesome. Like, Mando is just an amazing character. Baby Yoda, you can't can't be mad there. And then, you know, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the last episode of Mandalorian, but we get Luke Skywalker in it again. What so, a show! What a what a cameo! What an appearance! What an appearance. Mandalorian at number two. And then number one, it's my favorite Star Wars um, project, and that's Empire Strikes Back. You know, I I don't think that's just iconic. Like, I don't think I need to speak on it too much. It's, I don't know. I'm interested to see if that's your number one or where you got it. But yeah, just amazing. And that, that that was my favorite, you know, when I watched the first three, when they first came out back in the day, and it's stuck there. And it stood the uh, test of time. So that's yeah, my 10. And totally I just do great. want to give an honorable, or, I mean, a dishonorable shout out dishonorable. to the worst yeah. movie or the most worst project. And that's Attack of the Clones. By Attack far. of the Clones. Yeah, it's pretty average. Um, it definitely will not be on my list. Yeah. Uh, so that's mine. Um, I'm interested to hear that's yours. A, that's though. a strong list. Yeah, that's a strong list. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. first, before, before um, you go into yours, any surprises there or like, do you think that's a pretty reasonable list or is there maybe one in there that you think is a bit of a shock and that you would, you think is a bit outrageous? No, I was, just, I was a bit surprised. No, not any, not really. I don't have any issues with it, but I was just a bit surprised that you had the last Jedi and force awakens, like both of the newest, two mm. of the newer ones in your top 10. So 
I was not expecting that. I don't think the new ones are that. They're not fantastic, um, but I was just impressed to see that you actually had both of them. So, yeah, other I than think, that, though, I think I, I liked if, them. Yeah, go on. I was just going to say, I think I liked them so much because, like, there'd been so much time since we had any anything from Star Wars. Uh, I mean, there'd obviously been the animated series, but at that point when I watched them, I didn't. Uh, I hadn't watched uh, Clone Wars or Rebels or anything like that, so I had this huge time gap between you know watching the um episode one two and three and then we got this so it, was, it just took me back to that world so i think that's probably probably why um yeah but i mean like they're all i mean the, the only one that i guess i didn't like and that's um uh the rise of skywalker I mean, yeah that was it's sort of like kind of turned on what the last Jedi was trying to do. It kind of was a yeah. completely different sort of idea. Yeah. So yeah. But, but anyway. Anyway. Yeah, nice. All right. You ready for mine? Yes, hit me. Okay. I'll go 10 to 1 as well, just like you. All right, coming in number 10. You also had in your list. I had Force Awakens as my number 10. So again, like you said, it was good because it was we hadn't seen any Star Wars in ages. I liked the introduction of like Kylo Ren. I thought he's a pretty cool character. You know, Han Solo returns, Chewie, Leia. You get some of the original and then you get some of the new characters as well, which I liked. And I was kind of interested in the whole, you know, the First Order. Like, who are these guys? Obviously, they're like the new Empire. But it was kind of cool to get a bit of their backstory. So I think Force Awakens for me is number 10. All right, number nine. I, I, I loved, I thought this film was really good. Actually, I should mention, I thought you might have had this in your top 10. I had Solo, a Star Wars story. I yeah. thought it was good. Like, you know, we get our girl Khaleesi from Game of Thrones in there. Woody Harrelson plays a great role. We've got Darth a really Maul cool as well. Vision plays the, the villain of the, um, you know, the the underground guys. What are they called again? The, um, the, the something Dawn. Something Dawn. Crimson Dawn? I don't know what they're called. Crimson no. Dawn. So you see Crimson him, Dawn. Crimson Dawn. That's correct. You see the Crimson Dawn guys. And guess who's in control of the Crimson Dawn? Darth Maul right at the end. That's right. People that will work in close together. He has his lightsaber out. It's the same guy, Sam Whitcar, that does the voices of Darth Maul in all the Clone mm-hmm. Wars TV shows. He does the voice of the character. So I really liked I know it wasn't as critically acclaimed as most of the films, but it was just a good, I just enjoyed it. It was fun. We got, you know, Clarissian in there, our boy. We got him in there. He was pretty cool, Lando, when he's a bit younger. You know, we love that guy. We love the actor, too, that plays him. What's his name again? I've said a mental blank. Um, he's a rapper. Childish Cambino. What's his real name? Donald Glover. Donald Glover's in there. He's cool in it. I really liked him as Lando, so that was kind of cool for me. So that's number nine. Number eight, Star Wars Rebels. The- animated show you haven't watched it yet but star wars rebels for me is definitely in my top 10 again it carries on from the revenge of the sith narrative and it gives you pretty much the couple of years before a new hope shows up in rogue one and you get like kanan gets introduced ezra you also get ahsoka in there darth maul comes in there again you see him and obi-wan have their final showdown which is amazing scene uh you see darth vader in this show as well and you see Ahsoka realizing that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker, which is really cool. But, you know, spoiler alert, even though you haven't watched it yet, but you get some Darth Vader in there. So for me, Star Wars Rebels is, is in there. It's number eight. All right, number seven, Rogue One. Again, 
just like you, Sizzle, we both had this in ours. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. All the new characters, cool storyline. It was nice to see how it linked in so well with, you know, connecting to A New Hope right at the end where they get the plans to Death Star to the Rebels. And then obviously, how can you forget that Darth Vader scene right at the end? Yeah. The Mr. Smoke comes up, the yellow outline of his lightsaber, and he just goes to work on all those rebel soldiers, just tears them, shreds them apart, just cuts them up like butter. That's Vader as a badass, so that's what I want to see. So that was my number seven. Number six for me, Return of the Jedi. So I know it was a bit high on your list. I actually like Return of the Jedi, but for me, out of the original three, it's probably my least favourite one. So for me, it's number six, which I think is still reasonable. Like, you can't not have Return of the Jedi in there. Luke's in peak form. He's got his green lightsaber. You know, Anakin comes back to who he's supposed to be, saves, saves, you know, saves the galaxy, blah, blah, blah. So Return of the Jedi had to be in there. Number five, though, like you, I had Revenge of the Sith. I'm massively high on this movie. And like you said, you'll, you might be going on a podcast to talk about The Phantom Menace. I might also be going on the podcast to talk about Revenge of the Sith at some stage. Yeah. So... You can't, you can't not have the duo, the sizzle and Quinny. You can't have one without the other, really. That's right. So yeah, that's right. it has to be done. So that's number five for me. Number four has to be Clone Wars, the TV series. This could almost be my top three, but it's four for me at the moment. It has to sit there. It is such a good show. I spoke about it before. I'm not going to go into too much detail about it. You loved it. You're on your journey. I know Caleb's loving it too. So you boys know where it's at. So Clone Wars for me, huge show. has to be there. So that's number four. All right, this is where it gets top three. Top three is tough. So number three had to be done, has to be a new hope for me. The original Star Wars, it's the OG, man. It literally starts the whole the whole cycle. It's like, it was so big. It was massive. It's iconic. It's a new hope. It has to be in there. That's number three for me. It starts off all of what we have now. So we get your boy Obi-Wan, Luke's comes to his own. We get Han Solo. We get Chewie, Princess Leia. We first, it's the first time we're introduced to Darth Vader. So that's number three for me. Number two, just like you, has to be the Mandalorian. It's, it's one of the most recent Star Wars universe, but, you know, do it has it. to be done. It is a great show. I love it. Yep. We literally did a whole – we spoke about it all the time in our podcast. We even did a couple of reviews on the, some of the episodes in season one. So, you know, it has to be the Mandalorian. That's always going to be there. Baby Yoda, like you said. Mando, love it. And finally, just like you, you have to be, it has to be number one. It's the best film of them all. Empire Strikes Back, you know, iconic, great movie, massive twist. I just, I just could imagine, like, like, you know, seeing that movie for the first time in, like, the 80s, I would have been, like, blown away. Like, what? Like, I would have been shocked. Like, that is one of the biggest twists you'll ever hear about. It's the most well-known one. Yeah. So, for me, it has to be The Empire Strikes Back. That's my 10. Yeah, nice. Hey, look, I um, I can't argue with anything there. I was surprised you had uh, Solo in there, I guess, slightly. Um, but then again, like, I agree with everything you've said because I also really enjoyed that film. And I think for me it was either going to be Rogue One or Solo at nine. I know I obviously could have moved Last Jedi out there, but uh, yeah, I think, you know, that's a fair enough reason to have it in there. And obviously the inclusion of Rebels now in your top 10 makes me even more keen uh, to watch watch, it. watch that. So 
Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Quick question yeah. about your top 10. Obviously, you're watching Bad Batch right yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was, yeah, yeah, go on. You've watched a few episodes of Bad Batch. I haven't watched any of it yet, but I mean, if it's anything like Clone Wars, I can imagine it could be a contender. Early days, obviously, but do you think there's a chance that it could slip into your top 10? Yeah, I think for me, my power rankings might change once I've finished the whole season, once I've seen all of it, because at the moment, the Bad Batch has started really strong. And I did, as you know, it's rated quite highly on IMDb, but they're high yeah. on it as well. So for me, it could definitely break into my top 10. It's got the potential, but I just need to see more from it. Yeah. It's only early, so I need to see. I think it's meant to be like 15 episodes or something for the first season. Mm. So wow. once I see all those episodes, my rankings could change. And just to wrap up our Star Wars conversation, then we'll move on quickly to touch on the Knicks before we finish up the podcast. Of course, we have to talk about the Knicks. Got to talk about the Knicks. Uh, but just to we wrap up Star Wars really quickly, obviously Star Wars have got Lucasfilms, they've got so much planned, like legitimately so many shows, so many movies to come. You know, we've got Mandalorian season three, the Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, your boy Obi-Wan Kenobi, he's getting a show, the worst Jedi of all time. Um, you know, what else are we getting? Rogue Squadrons. Um, pretty sure Takiti uh Watiti he's yeah. producing a Star Wars film uh Lando I think is getting a show he's anyway, supposed to be getting a show yeah there's there's so many um you know to come what are you most keen for I think for me it's probably going to be either Ahsoka I think I think she'll have a really cool show because obviously I really love Ahsoka Tano and I'm also really keen to the Obi-Wan show which is supposed to be the first one they release I think which could set the tone and if our boy Darth Vader is going to appear in it. Hayden Christensen's coming back for it. I'm all for that. Like, I'm in on that. So they're probably my two things I'm looking forward to the most. I can't pick one. It's both of them. It's a tie. Yourself? I think for me, it's still be Mandalorian season three, just because I'm so invested in that show already and how it finished at the end of season two was just amazing. Luke Skywalker, obviously Baby Yoda going with him and obviously to, um, I guess, become a Jedi or properly, um, you know, utilize his um, use of the force there. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think that's for me is what I'm most looking forward to. Ahsoka, I'm really looking forward to as well, obviously. Um, the Book of Boba Fett as well. I think for me, that's another one. That'll be interesting as well. Yeah. So, I'm all in. I'm watching all of them. And I'm looking forward to... Um, Obi-Wan to see him get washed in many, many more fights. He might be good in the live action show. We'll see. We'll see. He can't, can't even finish the job, as I said. Didn't even finish the job on Darth Maul. Um, just quickly before Darth we wrap Maul's up the podcast. Darth pretty tough, man. Darth Maul's tough. That's true. That's true. Uh, before we finish the podcast, we've got to quickly touch on our New York Knicks. Go New York, go New York. We New York. Uh, we the Knicks, Knicks tape, all that type of stuff. Look, we've clinched for playoffs. We, it's going to be interesting to see who we face. Obviously, at the moment, as the playoffs started today, probably against the Hawks, Atlanta Hawks. But if I Heat mean, lose, you know, yes. Hopefully, the Heat yeah. lose. So, come on, yeah, I mean, do it for the boys. Yeah. I mean, Drop there's the so, many, um, so many different scenarios that could go down with, you know, one game in it, basically. Do you think we're going to get out of the first round? Obviously, it's I'm, dependent on who I'm we play. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to say if we play the Hawks, I reckon the guarantee we get out of the first round. I'm guaranteeing we get out of the first round versus the Hawks. But if we first like the Bucks, I reckon we'll push them. I reckon we might get the Bucks to game seven. Throw game it out seven. There. We might we might do a game seven with the Bucks. Just throw it out there. Game six, game seven. Could be it could be on the cards. 
Like, you know, I'm just keen to see, you know, the playoffs in Madison Square Garden again, man. Like, has, like iconic yeah. venues. It's a shame there's no real fans, though. Yeah, but, you know, I'll still watch it. Hopefully it's on KO. Uh, but I think if we versus the Hawks, we get out of the first round. And then if we versus mm. the Bucks, we probably won't get out of the first round. But I think we'll make it a tough series. I don't think they'll just wash us. I don't think they'll win full zip. I don't think yeah. they'll be getting the brooms out on us. Yeah, look, to be honest, I think any team other than the Sixers, Nets, and Bucks, I think we can beat in a seven-game series. I think Hawks we can beat, Heat we can beat, Celtics we can beat, Hornets we can beat, Wizards and Pacers. You know, there's obviously going to be a play-in game, the play-in tournament, see who gets that last spot. But I think, yeah, we can beat all those teams, especially now that the Celtics have lost Jalen Brown and they're not playing well at all. Um, I've been been real average. Yeah, they've been terrible. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Defensively, they're just bad. Um, But yeah, I think the Sixers, Nets and Bucks, they're the teams that we can't beat. And there's obviously that gap in, you know, the standings sort of show that. I think Bucks are like five wins ahead of us and then Nets are seven and Sixers are probably eight eight or nine. Uh, So yeah, I I think it's great that we're back into the playoffs. I can't wait. Julius Randle, most improved, has to be most improved player. Um, You know, potentially... All NBA, and you know he's a. I mean, he's not going to win it, but he should be in the conversation. His name should be mentioned when you're talking about. MVP. Yeah, triple double today, man. Yeah, he just felt like dropping a triple dub. He is legit. Um, you know, we've had so many players this year have just stepped up as well. Like you know, quickly he's just come out of nowhere and been an awesome knockdown shooter. Nolan's Noel since Mitchell Robertson's right. gone he's out. He's a defensive just- stud. Yeah, he's been just amazing on the defensive end, like uh, blocking shots, making it difficult, you know, for anyone, you know, attacking the rim. Um, Alec Burks has been great too, especially recently. He's been cash, he's been yeah. Amazing. RJ, I think, has taken a step up this year yeah. as well. He's still um, sometimes inconsistent, but he's yeah. way more. I think he's played made like better games than terrible games, I think. For sure. Year, and then good. Derek Rose off the bench, like he's been great. Is he like a late six-man-of-the-year candidate? Obviously, it's probably going to be Jordan Clarkson, but... Yeah, I think it's Rose Clarkson. Maybe get Joe, a couple Joe of Ingles could be a potential six-man of the year as well. I thought he started for the Jazz. Um, no, not, not for the majority of the season. Um, it, I'll tell yeah. you what, how does he, like, dominate in the NBA and then we get to the Olympics and he's trash? Yeah, I know. It's, tough. it's a tough look for our guy, Joe. Can we get Joe Ingles, like, can you step up, mate, and, like, in the Olympics this year, if we have our full squad? Maybe Joe like, Ingles, Joe Ingles in the Olympics is Obi-Wan Kenobi... In Clone Wars, maybe that's it. He's legit. Maybe, in the you're, you're really burning about this Obi Wan. Like you're really. Yeah, look, I, I'm never going to stop. Down. I'm never going to stop. Um, but yeah, look, the Knicks are back in the playoffs. I can't wait. Um, okay. Even, yeah, I mean, even players like Todd Gibson, like you just know, veteran, doing the, just doing that, just hustling on the glass, getting some rebounds. Yeah. Playing some D. That's all we need to do. Yeah. So look, yeah. love to see it. Um, that's our New York Knicks. We're obviously going to talk about them in more depth in the coming episodes because, you know, it'll be playoff time. But uh, unless you've got... I was just saying, we're going to do like a game-by-game review on the Knicks or what? I think we should. I think we should. Um, But yeah, unless you've got anything to add, Quinny, that wraps up season four. No, I'm done, man. I'm happy. Season four. What a season. What a season. Season four, I'm coming in real hot. I know. We'll look... We'll think of something. We will. Look, for the listeners out there, we'll probably take a couple of weeks off um, as we usually do between seasons, but we will be back to talk. I mean, there's so much 
happening uh, this year. Loki, like, Black Widow. Let's just chuck out a couple more Marvel movies coming out. Star Wars is coming out. Like, there's all there's that much content that the people want to hear about. Yeah. So look, follow us on Instagram, Sizzle and Quinny. I'm Sam Finlay. You're S Quinny ninety one. Or SR Quinn 10, I think. It's one of them. It's either all. One of them might work. Who knows? Um, Just go to our Sizzle and Quinny Instagram and he's tagged in all the photos. Just hit us up. Give us, what do you want? Give us a question, guys. You know, don't be shy. Yeah. We're people, person, Uh, people. Like, we love it. We give the people they want. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're everywhere. That wraps us up, Quinny. Until next time. Tell your brother, your mother, your sister. Tell everyone. Mom, dad, auntie, uncle. Great grandparents, second cousins, third cousins, whoever. Your your friend next door, the neighbor next door, the neighbor across the road, whoever it is, just tell them where it's at. Well, until next season, we'll be seeing you next time. Well, we won't be seeing you, but we'll be talking to you. The force will be with you always.